Hello, you're listening to McCain Sports. I'm your host, Tim McCain. And um, I'm watching this Warriors-Nets game. And I'm watching and I'm re-watching the highlights and everything. And one of the things that stands out to me is the connection already that the the Brooklyn Nets have with one another. It's uh, spectacular. And they have a lot of dogs on their team. They have a lot of dogs on their team. When you look at their squad, they've got, um, of course, Kevin Durant. Of course, Kyrie Irving. But if we even look beyond that, okay, they still got they they got Levert, you know. Then they also have DeAndre Jordan. They have DeAndre Jordan, and they have Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie is a really really good player, um, somebody who's very solid, and I think that Spencer could be that third guy for the Nets. That could really push them to a level where they're a real threat in the East. And not just a real threat in the East. where They could almost be conference champions going to an NBA Finals. That's how good this Brooklyn Nets team is. Um, I expect greatness from this Brooklyn Nets team. I understand that Kyrie Irving, he, he made a mistake by calling the media pawns. Because one... Uh, New York media is going to get after him when they lose. And I understand that with the social media age, um, New York media doesn't have... Someone could argue that New York media doesn't have the same weight because everybody can get to you now. But New York media still has that weight. They might not, quote-unquote, have that same impact when it comes to, like, the outside looking in. But I guarantee you that New York media... And the fan base, okay? Like, there's something about New York. They, they they love you when you win, but when you're down, they're going to tell you about it. Because New York, they're not about this nice, nice stuff. No, they're going to be with you when you up. When you up, they are going to support you. But when you do not do well, they will they will let you know. They will call you on your ish, Period. Period. And if there's a lapse in judgment by Kyrie, if Kyrie decides that he doesn't want to play, if Kyrie becomes quiet like he did back in Cleveland, it could be an issue. I do believe, though, that Kyrie Irving knows that he's got to focus differently. Because with all the comments that he's made in the past with, with the earth is flat, calling the media pawns and everything like that, He's got to come with that that killer mindset, that Kobe mindset. You know, Kyrie Irving, one of his favorite players of all time was was uh, Kobe Bryant. And having that mama mindset, that mama mentality, he's got to leave it all on the court. Okay, this year we're going to have to see Kyrie Irving because everywhere he's went, uh, he's been the problem according to the media. Okay, when you look at – and – Honestly, when you look at some of his teammates and everything like that, you know, from the outside looking in, things could be different. But the way that the media has portrayed Kyrie, um, it's like he's a distraction. He's the one who's uh, saying this, saying that. He's the one that's not speaking to his teammates for days. These aren't just media reports. These are facts as well. And um, I do understand that Kyrie Irving is definitely an independent thinker, and he's somebody who's um, well-rounded, and, and I believe self-education is, is good. I don't believe just because... See, here's the thing about it, right? When people say, well, 
first off, just because you read some self-help books, that means that that so that means that you know what you're talking about. Well, actually, it can. You can't. You don't have to have a formal education to to be smart on a subject. You can do the research, become well-read, and know what you're talking about. So I'm not saying everything Kyrie said is right. Okay, and also I understand that a lot of people feel like he's got this mindset where um, he thinks he's better than someone else and calling the media pawns was wrong. Okay, because at the end of the day, they're getting paid by someone who's paying them and Kyrie Irving is getting paid by someone. Okay, Kyrie is not his own boss. He's an independent contractor. Okay, he's an independent contractor who is an employee. Kyrie Irving is an employee. He gets paid to do a job. Now, if we're talking about a bunch of NBA players starting to create their own league and paying themselves, that's different. But until then, any you could argue you could argue that Kyrie is a pawn. If you're going to say the media is a pawn because they're they are controlled by someone paying them dollars, then you have to say Kyrie is a pawn because he's getting paid. Okay, that's not Kyrie Irving's name on the front of the jersey. That's the Brooklyn Nets jersey. So obviously, he's getting paid by someone. Nonetheless, I respect Kyrie. I respect that he's an independent thinker, but I disagree with him calling the media pawns because if he's going to call the media pawn and they get paid by uh, FS1, if they get paid by ESPN, or if they get paid by the New York Times, he's also got to realize that he gets paid by the by the Brooklyn Nets. He's gotten paid by the Boston Celtics. He's gotten paid by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And and it's an organization, the National Basketball Association. Okay? So let's not let's let's keep it but I but I'm missing my point. I'm 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 rambling right now. Uh that 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 comment about the media definitely got to me a little bit. Just just rambling. But I would just say this. I believe the Brooklyn Nets, they have a lot of dogs. They got a, they got a lot of killers on here, and um, they're gonna be nice. Golden State, Golden State is interesting to me. I mean, because what a fall, what a fall. We're talking about a team that was one time seventy three and nine. There was one time when Steph Curry, and to be honest with you, as much as I was a LeBron, am a LeBron fan, not was I am a LeBron fan. As much as I didn't like the Warriors. Um, I had so much respect for Steph Curry's game and still do because when Steph Curry had the ball, when Steph Curry was shooting the threes, when he was so dominant. I remember the game that he played against Russell Westbrook and he hit the game winning three to win the game. You could just see and tell that this was Steph Curry's time. He was the best player in basketball when it comes to basketball influence when it comes to just watching on the court, the charisma, you know what I mean? The ball handling, the off, you know what I'm saying? The off ball skills. It's just, it was Steph Curry's time. Klay Thompson was there. Draymond Green was there. Eventually, Kevin Durant came there. They built a dynasty, a dynasty that was so different. They even had DeMarcus Cousins. Statistically, as a starting five roster, they had the best statistic starting roster in NBA history. We're talking about DeMarcus Cousins, who at one point was the best center in the league, K- 
Kevin, Kevin Durant, who's the third greatest small forward of all time, maybe by the time he retires, is the second greatest small forward of all time. You've got Klay Thompson, one of the best uh, combo guards of all time, and arguably one of the top shooters of all time. And then you have, of course, Steph Curry, the, the two-time MVP, the only unanimous MVP, okay, and a guy who a lot of people credit to changing the basket, to changing the way people play basketball. People before Steph Curry, and the three always existed, okay, the three always existed. But the fact of the matter is that Steph Curry did influence the way young kids play basketball. Was it good or bad is not the point that I'm trying to make right now. But Steph Curry changed the way young people played the game. Steph Curry made it interesting for young people, okay? Now, granted, a lot of the old heads, they, there was resistance, and there still is because at the end of the day, basketball from the past was physical. It was M1. It was one-on-one. Like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, some old cats, they would love Kyrie Irving's game because it reminds them of Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? It will remind them of like the dog, Stephon Marbury types. You know, that's what Kyrie Irving represents. So if you're a fan of like the M1, you know what I mean, one-on-one style of basketball, Kyrie Irving, Stephon Marbury, Allen Iverson, those are the cats. Those are the cats. Those are the brothers that did it, that killed the game. So if you like that style, Kyrie Irving's for you. For the new, for the new people, they like Steph Curry's game and shooting the three. And everything like that. But we don't see that. When Kevin Durant left, and I understand why he left from a leg- legacy standpoint, okay, we're talking about a Golden State Warriors team that was 73 and 9, okay? They were 73 and 9. They didn't necessarily need to, to bring Kevin Durant back, but they felt like they had to because they got embarrassed, okay? They did. They got embarrassed, okay? We're talking about a team that was 73 and 9. And let LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers come back from 3-1, to one, which had never happened in NBA history. And they let the Cleveland Cavaliers do that to them. That is unacceptable for a franchise that has championship aspirations. Very terrible. So, Draymond Green. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but the story says from the media's perspective, at least from what I've heard, that Draymond Green was the, the person who was like, called up Kevin Durant and said, we need you, okay? So obviously we saw Kevin Durant come and they won two championships and they destroyed LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, okay? They destroyed him. It was a cakewalk, okay? And then they came back, you know, obviously they would have won it again, okay, if... um. If Kevin Durant had gotten injured, the Raptors would not have won that championship. And the whole thing about Kawhi Leonard being a top five player, or, or he is a top five player, but he's not a top one player. He's not the best player in the league. And at that point, when Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, when he uh, when he hit that game winning shot against the Philadelphia 76ers, okay, that little bounce that went in, people were like, oh snap. There's his brother, Kawhi Leonard. He went from a guy who was averaging just 12 points a game to a guy who's now could be the face of the league. But obviously with the Clippers and their showing in the bubble, we knew that Kawhi Leonard 
wasn't really ready for that smoke. He wasn't really ready. Okay. Kawhi Leonard is an exceptional player, but he wasn't ready for that. He needs a team of dogs. Okay. And also, I think Kawhi Leonard kind of bought into the hype and he didn't work as hard. He didn't work as hard. But I'm moving my point to, but let me get back to my point. My point is, is that one, the Brooklyn Nets are going to be totally fine. Okay. I understand that Kyrie Irving is target number one when it comes to the media. And respectfully so, he called them out. Okay. He disrespected them. Okay. So they're going to do whatever they can. You know what I'm saying? When he has a bad game, they're going to, they're going to let him know. You know, if he, before, if he hadn't have said something, the media, they might have protected him. But when you go against the media and you speak out against them and you say they don't know what they're talking about or they're pawns, the media, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to take a shot at you when you have a bad game. So Kyrie obviously is going to have to be careful about that or maybe doesn't care. And, and that's probably a good thing. I think Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have to develop a tough skin. Maybe that's actually why they, they went to Brooklyn to develop that tough skin because they've been, you could say, softer throughout their careers when it comes to the media. So maybe what happens is they come together and they actually build that toughness in Brooklyn, okay? And they will be a problem for years to come, especially if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving stay healthy because both have had issues with injuries in the past, okay? That's, that's my first point. The second point it's crazy to me how much the Warriors have fallen and they went from being 73 and 9 winning multiple championships even in the championships they lost it was great okay cuz the story of the Cleveland Cavaliers winning a, first, a championship in over 50 years that's incredible in itself but to go from that to having Kevin Durant leave the unfortunate injury of Clay Thompson, who was such a vital piece of the Warriors. You know, I used to think that Draymond Green was the heart and soul of, of, of the Warriors, okay? Just because he was a passionate brother, he was somebody who, who was a leader on and off the, the court. But the fact of the matter is, is that the quiet man, the one who could do everything on the court except for dribble, because Clay Thompson can't really dribble, but the brother who could shoot the three, shoot the two, reliable on offense, would defend the best player on defense, but wasn't that loud? He was the rock. He was the guy that had the whole warrior ship move. And when Kevin Durant, so when Kevin Durant left, okay, cool. They still had Klay Thompson. But with the injuries that have happened, I wonder if Klay Thompson can come back. I really hope he does because Klay Thompson is a dog. He's so different. There's very few players that come with that amount of wealth, okay, and have that dog in them. A lot of people wonder about players who they their fathers were, were good players and they become good players themselves. Sometimes you don't always see that in basketball and sports, period where the second generation is just as good. The second generation is just as good with the Thompsons. And if not better, 
And to see Klay Thompson hurt is really tough because Klay Thompson was a dog and he was the heart and soul of the Warriors. And also, Stephen Curry. We're seeing now that Stephen Curry has to be somebody beyond just the three-point score. Just he's got to be beyond, and he is, and he's more than that. You know what I mean? He's he's more than just a guy who can shoot threes. He's a guy who can um, really. He's got floor generalship in a way. Um, he's a guy who doesn't need the ball in his hands all the time. He's a leader. Okay, I believe Stephen Curry is a leader on the court. He might not be as vocal as um, as Draymond Green. He might not be as reliant as Klay Thompson on the defensive side because he's not a defensive player. But he's somebody who will sacrifice. Not monetarily, because obviously he didn't sacrifice the money. When you look at his contract, the brother got paid. So respect to the brother when it comes to getting paid. Okay. And I and people will say, well, what about the years prior when he got the other contract? Well, the other contract happened because he had an ankle injury. So therefore, they could pay other people more money because he had an ankle injury. So he couldn't sign for as much money because people didn't always they didn't know how good Steph Curry was going to be because they're like, okay, he had ankle injuries in the past and he's a good player, but he's not a great player. He came back from that ankle injury, had that contract that was an okay contract, and became, obviously, as we all know, the two-time MVP unanimous, okay? So, of course, you got to respect Steph Curry. He's got to ball out. And um, this year, he cannot... He cannot have, and I feel like what happened with the injury last time was he could have played. He could have played, but they were like, well, let's sit him. Let's let's take away from the embarrassment. But this year, they, Clay Thompson's not there. It's, it's going to be between him and James Wiseman. I like Kelly Oubre, but Kelly Oubre is not a, a star, but he's a good player. I like Kelly Oubre. Um, Andrew Wiggins. The thing about Andrew Wiggins is Andrew Wiggins would have been somebody who I would have drafted. Not not looking at it now, but in the past. I I thought Andrew Wiggins, he was a really good wing. He was really talented. I honestly believe that Andrew Wiggins has not lived up to the hype that he's supposed to be. He, I mean, he's supposed to be better than what he is. I believe he's a better basketball player than, than what he is showing so so far throughout his career. I just believe that he's not he's not been that well. He's not done that well. So respect to him. Respect to him, but they, they definitely need to he needs to make that improvement. He needs to do things differently for the Golden State Warriors to make some real noise. And if they make some real noise, then We'll see, but I, I don't see anything from them. I like the James Wiseman pickup, but we'll see we'll see what happens with that. The whole Stephen Curry Wiseman pick and roll thing, that definitely definitely will be interesting. I cannot wait to see what's gonna happen for this NBA season. I cannot tell you 
It's going to, I cannot wait, excuse me. I cannot wait to see what's going to happen because I think it's going to be a great, great season. All right, that's all for Tim McCain from McCain Sports. Peace.